I have never heard of a destroy the dress party. Uh, it's something that brides do when I guess. Okay. Now I'm going to need Nikki's help on this one. I've heard of this. Nikki, do they do the destroy the dress only when the when the engagement is broken off? No, a lot of people destroy their dress after they have a happy wedding. Okay, so most of the times the destroy the dress happens after a successful and happy wedding. Yes. They just go, we're never going to wear this bridesmaid or wedding dress again, mm-hmm. so let's destroy it. And it makes cool photos. Okay, because in this case, Kylie Manulik, the week of her wedding, and this will be a very good uh, warm up to it's okay, it's not okay, uh, her fiance sent her a text message saying that he did not want to marry her after a two-year engagement. Text. Oh, two-year engagement? Two-year engagement. He's a dick. Yeah, t- text message for that? Come on. Well, I mean... Man up. But it's the easy way to handle Tell her in person. But, I mean, why? It's going to get uncomfortable. What's the difference? So have enough respect for her. But, I mean, what, what, what's disrespectful? He doesn't want an in-person breakdown. He's like... You, but you can't. I mean, you owe you owe that person more than that. Oh, Come on, man. I don't want to marry you. What do I owe you? He proposed to her. In two, you did two that years in person. later, they planned their wedding. I changed my mind. I don't want to marry you anymore. So Why you, should we have to have some horrible conversation where you're going to cry and tell me I'm a horrible person? Grow a pair of balls. Yeah. I... I think it's okay. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. And impromptu, it's okay, it's not okay. The thing is, you know, that's what the the technology has enabled us to become cowards like that. I don't even need to talk to anybody on the phone anymore because I can text them. When someone calls me, I think, what the hell is wrong with you that you're calling me on the phone? We can exchange every information that we need to exchange during a text message. That's a generational thing. Definitely is. Uh, the week of Kylie Manulik's wedding, when she found out that her husband texted her and said, or her husband to be, uh, or not to be, that is the question, said that he didn't want to marry her, she said she just went numb. Her maid of honor, her mom, and all of her friends helped her. And after a few unbearably sad days, she decided to do something drastic. She and her bridesmaids destroyed their dresses during the Color Fun Fest in Tampa. You don't destroy the dress with, with it. She doesn't wear it. Right. Well, though they wore it to the color run, I guess. And then they just do something ridiculous in it. Yeah, they they got shot up with colors, and they uh, they tore the dresses, and she said she's glad she did it because she wants others to see her story and gain strength of their own. Wow. I mean, I get it. Very uh, very classy, but at the same time, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025, it's okay or it's not okay to break off an engagement via text message. What's up, Robert? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to break up an engagement over a text message? I am so with you on this one, Drew. Who gives a rat you know what? The person that you're breaking engagement off cares. But she's not going to be my wife. At that point, you've already made a decision in your mind that it's over. So no one is going to benefit from that whatsoever. She is still going to be mad at you. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. There's no there's no upside there. Like, okay, so you get to look me in the eye and tell me what a scumbag I am and make me feel horrible have about you, myself? Have you ever thought that this person was in love with you and the least you owe them is the courtesy of saying that in person? Okay, but one year from now, do you think that she's honestly going to say, yeah, it didn't work out, but you know what? He came over and he was face-to-face. He's an outstanding guy. No, she's going to say she's gonna say he didn't want to marry me, so instead of telling me in my face like a man, he cowered like a pussy and sent the text. Well, at least I didn't have to deal with the painful uh, confrontation where you're crying. 
No, I'm with you, Drew. It's going to come right back to you. 727-579-1025. Uh, hold on one second, Kevin. It says that uh, Sterling on line four is friends with the girl. I think that might be line three, though. Who is this? Is this Kevin or Sterling? Sterling. I'm actually oh. I'm not friends with Kylie. I'm friends with her sister, Amber. She told oh. me about it yesterday. Okay. So, uh, and by the way, let me say that if this happened to my sister or a friend of mine, I would think that the guy is an absolute scumbag. But because I don't have any personal connection... Uh, I don't see anything all that wrong with breaking off a, a relationship or an engagement via via text message. I don't know. I just think it's messed up, like, that he did it a week before the wedding. Like, if you're going to break up with somebody, do it in person, and maybe before the family has spent thousands of dollars planning a wedding. Okay, the timing is horrendous. There's no doubt about that. It's, uh, it, turn the radio it, off. He, he, yeah, turn the radio off. Uh, he could have done it before, but maybe he just changed his mind last minute. He got some cold feet, and he thought, you know what? I'm not ready for the ridiculously stupid institution of marriage. I'm not ready to pledge my life to someone else. Sorry about the timing, but uh, you know, here's a little text message, a little frowny face emoji. If, and- if a guy did that to my sister, I would go find him. Oh man, yeah, yeah I would. I would text someone if someone did that to my sister. We would, huh? You, so you don't you don't think it's it's right to uh, to send that via text message? Not via text message. I mean, even if there's cold feet involved and stuff like that, he should still just have, you know, done it face to face and given her more reason why he wants to break up with her. All right. I would strip him down and make him walk the Gandy Bridge butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate the call, Sterling, and, and please pass on our condolences to the bride. Or, or the not or the not bright, as the case may be. Seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five. What's up, Rachel? How are you? Good. How are you? Awesome, thank you. Is it okay or is it not okay? Um, I just wanted to play devil's advocate and see if you would be okay getting fired via text message. Sure. Which is kind of uh, ending a relationship. Oh no, that's that's better. Yeah, I would rather get save fired. Me the drive. Right. Because A, I would probably be getting fired from John Brennan, who's a friend of mine. Uh-huh. I don't want to have to admit, and, and I'm pretty considerate like this to my friends. It would be an uncomfortable situation for him to have to fire me. Right. Or if it's his boss, Keith, I've known Keith for a long time too. I know that they would be very sad firing me, and it would be a lot easier for them to send me a text message and just say, listen, man. We gave you a chance. It's not working out. We know you're bringing in a lot of revenue for the uh, for the you know radio station with all the live endorsements you have. Your ratings are good. You're a good team player, but we just have to move in a different direction. Uh, little crying emoji, little poop emoji, uh. and then a microphone, and then the <laughs> thumbs down uh, emoji would probably suffice. So yeah, I'd be cool with that. Do we know if he offered her an explanation or did he just say, I don't want to get married? That's a great question. It just says he sent her a text message saying he didn't want to marry her after a two-year engagement. So (laughs) just a text message that says, I don't want to marry you, that's a little bit classless. Yes, Nikki? Here's the problem with doing it through text. Talking through text is awful. You never get your point across. So it's not even like she could come back at him and truly tell her tell him how she feels. He doesn't care how she feels. Well, He's breaking should, up the like, engagement. Just let her get some closure at least. Here's the closure. Yeah, exactly. I'm out your life. Like here's here's the closure. I am not marrying if you. We're engaged. He has some love of some sort had. for her. Had he cares about her at Cared. least. Let her get closure. Talk to her face to face. Be a freaking man. And there's no incident. No, there's just you decided just there's ma- no cheating there's ma- no betrayal i, I just i had you just a, decided i had the second thought i'm like oh you know i i i, I don't want to marry you so anymore me plus you equals poopy emoji and then uh, i'm out so you text like wedding dress thumbs down <laughs> yeah see that's it this pisses me off so much why why does it piss you off so much because it does why is there any reason no are you sure yeah 
So no text message, just bad, man. You know, it's just poor form. I can't, I can't do this. I told you, I hate you so much for bringing this story up. It's a news story. It's in the news today. You're an ass. It's a, it, it is a it is in Tampa Bay. It is on WFLA.com. Tampa woman bridesmaids destroy dresses after weddings called off. The week of her wedding, she revealed her fiance sent a text message saying he didn't want to marry her. What am I supposed to do? Not deliver the news to people? Deliver the news. Why are you getting so personally upset about this, Nikki? Because I have a personal experience around it. Is it recent? Might be. Wow. I'd like to change my opinion on this matter. It's not okay. It's not okay. Any man who would do something like this is no man indeed. He's a coward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, show a little respect to the woman. Exactly. And it doesn't even matter if you're engaged or not. If you're in a relationship with someone, have the common sense to give them closure to their face. And if you do, if you don't do it in person, then how are you going to get the ring back? Exactly. <laughs> she definitely shouldn't give the ring back. For relationships any kind, don't break up with somebody through text. No. Very heartfelt words from Nikki. Don't do it. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. I love you, Nikki. What's up, Edward? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How are you? Uh, why did you do that to Nikki? I didn't do anything. I deliver the news. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I just, uh, if I was 50 years younger, I would come and comfort her. Oh, that's very my nice second, of you. <laughs> very sweet. My, my second or third wife, my third wife, second wife, uh, sent me an email after 25 years of marriage telling me that she didn't want to be married anymore. And I, I would appreciate getting that message to my face. Not in an email. Yeah. Is, is email related? Is that like text? Uh, it's, it's, yes, yeah. it's in the same ballpark. Nikki, you say email is in the same ballpark? Same thing, because it's through text. It's not face-to-face or even on the phone. It's through, you're reading somebody's words. But I mean, what's reading versus talking, what's the difference? Some people can explain themselves verbally better than they can written down. I'm pissed off. I, I would tell. even say the phone call is not is not okay. What? No, it has to be in person. Oh, you've spent no, so much time together. Oh, there. So you, you you agree, sir? You uh, you think you have to be do it in person, huh? It really should be. That I mean, again, if you've been engaged for two years, or in my case, married for a quarter of a century, I think they owe you more than just uh, an electronic message. Here's what I owe you: nothing. The only the only way you can do it via text message if it's someone you've gone on a couple of dates with and you have not slept with that person. Once you have banged. Once you have banged, because you did that in person. True. You know, so yeah, I don't know. All you, right. If you give me some ass. It guarantees that you'll get a face-to-face breakup. I got. How about two words for you, Lorena Bobbitt? What, mm-hmm. what was it? what was that? Remember her? She's the one. Yeah, that yeah. Cut yeah. Off her. Ah, come on, don't do that. Man. I'm just saying. I don't want to yeah. get my wiener cut off. Well, then don't don't expose your wiener when you break it up. What's up, Amy? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. It's okay or it's not okay to break up an engagement via text message. Uh, definitely not okay. It's <laughs> not okay. Tell me why. Um, <laughs> obviously, you need to show her more respect. And if he cared but, anything for her, he should do it in person. But he doesn't and, care for her, though, because he's breaking off the engagement. Okay. She's done. No, and you know what? She really needs to look at the bright side of this. Lucky to know now what kind of person he is, because obviously he didn't give a crap about her if he's doing it that way. I will and say that. She, she, uh, yeah, she, um, she escaped the... 
she escaped them. I mean, that's just wrong. It's just totally wrong. And only a man would think of it, that it's okay. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. but look, it, it, even if he did it in person, you ladies would still have a problem with it. You'd no. say he's callous. It's two weeks before the wedding, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. If this guy, who who, who if he has a change of heart, and wants to get her back, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be really hard. Well, now it's impossible. It, well, because you didn't give it a common courtesy of doing it face-to-face. That's, uh. un, that's about as unmanly as it comes. Plot twist from David Hamilton on Twitter. Nikki off-air is going to get addicted to 900 lines after Atrew on the radio brings up texting her in a relationship. Hashtag don't move in. What's up, Meat Man? What's up? How y'all doing? Meat Man. Meat Man, what's going on? Oh, not much. Hey, not okay. Not okay. <laughs> Even my callus, my, my callus, it, it's not okay. He can't do that. And what's to say that he just wasn't scared to get married and he just wanted to stay together with her, but he just, hey, you know what? It ain't really not something to marry. How about we just keep stacking up for the next six years and we'll figure it out. So so what so, you do is you send her a box of meat with a note, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. we got to get some filet mignon, you know, some ribs. Hey, cook that for me when I'm out. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one, me, man. Always good to hear from you, bro. Take it easy. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Finally, Jackie, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hi, Drew. Hi, Kevin. I just wanted to say it's not okay for people who are too young to understand why you are right. (laughs) And that is, I I, I think it's not okay for people who are really young and Mm. extremely sensitive. Okay. For women like me. In our 40s, it's okay. I'll take that text any day. Then I don't have to waste any more of my time on you either. I got you. Uh, Nikki, t- uh, Twitter question from ChevyGuy2015. What's worse, text breakup or them just disappearing? Would you rather be ghosted or broken up via text message? I'd rather be broken up with via text message. Ghosting's the worst. Oh, man, there's that's unspeakable. Ghosting? Yeah. Yeah. On a relationship? Like how long of a relationship? A per- it doesn't matter how long. A person that you were in a relationship that you claim to love and you had feelings for, your feelings don't just go away even though you decide to break up with the person. True. It takes a special type of scum to do that. Um, it does. I will tell you, somebody just called in. They didn't want to go on air, but they know the couple personally, and they said that the guy had tried to break up with her multiple times, and okay. she wasn't having it. She, it's what do you mean? She, how does she know. not have it's it? Okay, that's not when okay, you ghost. Yeah. Break, but breaking up through a text is not okay. No, it's not. It's not okay. It's not okay to do it if the young lady is a very respectable young lady and deserves better, that's for sure. There are certain young ladies who should never be broken up with via text message. Wait, wait, which one should be? The rest of them. Oh. Except for Nikki. I would never do that to you, Nikki, just so you know. No man should. I would do some shaming. Shame. What it do, my peeps? Welcome to the Drew Grabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day. Enjoy. We've got Kevin Smith on the phone with us. You know him from Clerks, Mall Rats. He directed and wrote those movies. He also plays Silent Bob in those movies. Didn't he also have something to do with Cop Out, uh, Bruce Willis, and Tracy Morgan? Hey! Yeah, he did. I think that's probably, uh, I mean, if I ask him, and I will, which movie he regrets the most, I'm going to say probably Cop Out. He's done some bigger movies. Did you see Zack and Mary make a porno? Uh, with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Yes, I did. I you, saw that movie. That's what he did. That he, okay. That was okay. It wasn't a bad movie. But uh, he wasn't in the movie, right? No. I don't think I like him in movies. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with movies that he directs. Jeez, oh, Danielle. Wait, wait for the man to come. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He's not that. on. I'm sorry. Man alive. Anyway, we've got Kevin Smith on the line with us. Let's start with a question from Seth. Kevin, I follow you on Twitter. I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and I saw that you tweeted you're involved with the show called Comic Book Men that's premiering 
after Walking Dead on February 12th. How are you involved with that show? Uh, it's it's our show. It's about uh, our boys who work at uh, Jane Salenbaugh's Secret Stash back east in New Jersey, our comic book store. They record a podcast on uh, smodcast.com, that network I got online where all we do is podcasts, kind of like what you guys do, but just uh, short once a week as opposed to like you guys get up do it daily. This Ugh. is what I want to do, what you guys are doing. I want to stop what I'm doing, do what you do. Anyway, <laughs> friend, they've been doing these podcasts. We've been doing all these podcasts, and that show, Tell them Steve Dave, kind of translated well to, to uh, TV. AMC was looking for something to follow The Walking Dead with because they liked the fact that Walking Dead brought in kind of like the geek audience. Sure. And, you know, this long time between seasons as they were in production, and they were like, man, we'd like to keep them around. What would keep them around? And a dude from original media named Charlie Corwin, he called me up, and he was just like, "There's a, a, AMC's looking for a show, man. Do you have any ideas for a TV show? Might be cool for the geek crowd. I said, no, I don't do TV. I don't really have anything. I said, but... If you were going to do anything, somebody should should do a reality show set in a comic book store, like a Pawn Stars or something like that. Right. We shot under the, the working title of Secret Stash. That's the name of the store. But AMC wanted to call it something that was a little more, uh, you know, generic in terms yeah. of, like, it'll appeal to everybody, not just people. Secret Stash, I guess, has a connotation to some of, like, it's all about weed. <laughs> so, uh, so they went with comic book men. And I've seen two episodes already. It is... Dope, dude. If you're into geek culture, it's phenomenal. Like, we sit there. It, you know what it's like, dude? It's like a combination of clerks and mall rats as a reality. Ooh, I like what I'm hearing. It's dudes behind the counter, so they're interacting with the public. Um, and then, like, we sit around. Uh, in, instead of doing, like, one-on-one -on -one interviews on camera, like most reality shows, we do it uh, via the podcast. So you see us sitting around recording the podcast. And that's where we talk about kind of what happened at the store that week and then cut into the reality footage and stuff. It's really, really cool. So check that out. I'm ecstatic because it's on AMC, man, which is like, in terms of networks, that, that's the network of the moment. Man. Oh, yeah. That's the network's got everything I watch. got Mad Men, Walking Dead, Breaking Bad. So suddenly to be a part of that, it, it's phenomenal. But at the same time, you know, you feel like, oh, man, such quality programming. I hope we're not the one that stiffs. I hope we're not where AMC jumps the shark. All right, Kevin, now rate those three shows you last mentioned from, from favorite to least favorite, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. I go, I go Mad Men, uh, Walking Dead, and then Breaking Bad. Wow, when Breaking say, Bad. When the... you say least favorite, though, that's like, it's not like, oh, man, that one stinks. It's just like, those are three heady choices. So if you have to put them in an order, that's my order. That's a good order. We're talking to Kevin Smith, who's live from behind featuring Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. We'll be in select theaters February 2nd at 930, several of them here in the Tampa Bay area. You guys are doing some interactive stuff using the uh, hashtag live from behind. Tell us what it's all about, Kevin, and how people can get involved. Well, we do another one of the podcasts that, that we do at Smodcast is called Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. It's kind of about Jason Muse's life, really. It's about his battles with drug addiction. Oof. He tells amazing stories, man. You could go listen to it. They're all free over at Smodcast.com. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. You hear a dude every week save his own life. Essentially, it's like an intervention podcast where every week we check on him, go, how long you been clean? He tells us the amount of days. And we kind of uh, tell stories about, uh, you know, the drug abuse in the past, uh, making of the movies, everything. It's kind of like this is your life. And it's shocking and, and wonderful and fun and, and sad. Like, you'll, you'll sit there and hear stories about, you know, a dude being locked in a closet in a stranger's house so his mom could go off and do heroin. And then he quick tells a story about watching Ben Affleck masturbate. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's got everything. It's the emotional gamut. <laughs> so we're doing that uh, live in this theater in Toronto, uh, Scotiabank Theater, and it's being streamed, broadcast into theaters 
all around the uh, United States and Canada, all around North America. So even if you're not there, you could be there with us. And since uh, we're, we're doing it interactive, so after the podcast, we're doing like an hour and a half Q&A. So we're taking questions from like all the theaters, not just the people that we're in awesome. the room with. You tweet in a question, we're going to be like, all right, man, there's a student in Tampa wants to know this. And boom, we're talking to you, even though we're not in the room. It's, it should be kind of fun. I love it. It sounds like a lot of fun. And I got a confession to make, and I hope this doesn't make you hate me. I've seen every one of your films and love them. I have not yet seen Red State. It's been in my queue and Netflix forever. Please give me a compelling reason to finally stop the Breaking Bad marathon that I'm doing to get caught up and watch Red State. I'll I'll give you an excellent one. There's two uh, Breaking Bad alumnus in Red State, so you can segue right over. Matt Jones, who plays Beaver, he's in, uh, not Beaver, um, Badger. 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 He's in uh, Red State, and then uh, uh, Anna Gunn who plays uh, the wife. She's also in Red State. Oh, Skyler. The movie's dope, dude. If I could give you any one reason to watch it, Michael Park's performance as Abe and Cooper is, I mean, in the entire movie, let's say the movie's about, uh, say, 90 minutes max with credits, I would say he's in about 20, 25 minutes of the movie. Right. Even if you skip the rest of the movie, just watch his stuff. Your mind will sear, man. It will melt. This dude reinvents performance. He's so fantastic. I'm all over. I'm going to check it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an analogy for you. And uh, I want you to, to you know that this is a tribute from me as a huge Green Day fan. Like when when I saw Clerks, it was like Green Day's earlier work before Dookie came out, like their earlier raw pop punk stuff. And right. then when I saw Clerks 2, it reminded me of what Green Day became when they did the rock opera stuff. Not the same band that you fell in love with, but a band that had evolved through the years, learned how to add things to their craft, and still the product is better than 99.9% of the stuff out there. That that's the way I felt about Clerks 2 versus Clerks. Does that make sense to you, and is that it a compliment? It does. It, it melts my heart, man. That means the world to me. The sad thing is we can't remain rank amateurs forever. You know, it's like uh, to be able to kind of make a movie with the raw uh, rank amateur energy of Clerks, you, you know, you, you can only get it one bite at that apple, right? After right. that, suddenly you're pro, or if you're lucky, you're pro. So it, it, it takes a lot to, to kind of figure out how to – Continue doing stuff that you like to do and that people recognize, but also grow as an artist at the same time. And I thought Clerks 2 was kind of a nice amalgam. Like, yeah, it definitely showed that I'd learned a thing or two about moving a camera, and we had a bit of a budget, and, and there were some, you know, recognizable faces in it. But other than that, the spirit of the movie was kind of there, you know, and and that for me... I love that movie so much. Me Clerks too. Is one of my favorites, if not my all-time favorite. But Red State was the one that was made with the closest sensibility to Clerks. Like honestly, Clerks and Red State is a wonderful double feature because they're both made with urgent passion and energy with with somebody who didn't give a, a about what would eventually happen. I love it. If you had to pick one of your films, Kevin, uh, that made you say, "Oh, geez, I don't know. If I could do that over again, I'd do something different." Which one would it be? Um, I mean, I guess hands down it would be cop out. A lot of people expect Jersey Girl, but I like Jersey Girl. It's Me too. Bad timing with Benefer and whatnot, but <laughs> yeah, cop out, man. I would, I would definitely have changed a thing or two. Maybe one of the cast members. <laughs> but I'd, believe me, that dude wasn't going anywhere. If anybody was going anywhere, it was going to be me. So it was either play the ball where it lays, or or kind of leave altogether. And honestly, there are moments where I'm like, well, I could have walked away from it altogether, but. You know, you do things in life, and they lead to other things, and you don't understand why you do them, but then suddenly one day you do. I was sitting there in an office of a dude in New York um, who was not from the movie business, from the clothing business, and we were meeting with him about potentially investing in Red State. And the guy goes, um, 
I said to him, hey, man, did you read the script? He goes, no, I don't need to. I said, really, why? He goes, because I saw a movie that had your name on it, starring Bruce Willis, so I know you know how to make movies. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote me a check for half the budget right there. So in that moment, I was just like, you know what? I guess that's why I did Cop Out. That's like, why. That's, that's why it happened. Kevin Smith's Live from Behind featuring Jay and Silent Bob. Get old. Select theaters February 2nd at 930. More info fathomevents.com also check out his hilarious stuff at smodcast.com dude we're huge fans here couldn't be more proud of the work that you've done through the years hope we get to touch base with you again kevin oh you guys rock what a hell of a way to wake up thanks so much man thank you man have a great day bye-bye See ya.